And we're here on the KM Podcast. Ken Brown from WGR Radio. Michael Hare, DetroitLions.com, as we talk Lions football. Hello, Mike. Good morning, Ken Brown. Or should I say the two games in front of the division, Detroit Lions? Because I, I, I don't remember ever since probably there was the Central Division that the Lions have been two games up in first place. Even when the 5-0 and start, I think Green Bay was pretty close. I'm going to go back and check that out. But I don't think they were ever two games up. Well, they're two games up on, on the Packers, I believe, and they're three games up on the Bears and the Vikings. Yeah, we don't care about the the, the bottom feeders. I'm talking about the next team to them. Nobody cares about the bottom feeders. When okay. they start making the rush, we're gonna we're gonna care. Well, when they make when they get the second, then we'll start talking about them. Until that point, they're the bottom feeders. But this is a, well. Let me ask you this: then. Are we are we reached such an exalted that you, you have to qualify to be on our on our podcast? Yes, yes, we do. <laughs> okay. That's what that's what we I have like reached that. at this point. Okay. We have to qualify. So we're only talking. And I'm gonna tell you right now. Green Bay Packers were one play away from being one and four. The whole division would be one and four besides the Lions now if that play against the Saints, because the the Saints should have won that game. It was a sure. to me a lucky yeah. a lucky win. So I, I, let's just let's get to it and just state the fact right now. The division is trashy right now besides Detroit. Now it could change, right. but as of this moment, change. it's the worst division probably in football. Well, when you're looking ahead, Kenny, to what's what's coming, I mean. The Minnesota Vikings. How are they going to? How are they going to start winning games and make up make up ground on their best players on injured reserve? Wide yeah, receiver. and their second best player might be on the trading block because knowing Minnesota's GM, smart guy, he sees the crystal ball. He sees what's going on, and he may be able to get some for Kirk Cousins right now. Well, it depends on when you do it. You know, because I think the further you, further along you go to hold on to him, the less you'll get. Well, you only got three time. weeks either way. I mean, well, that's you, what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, sure. So, but that's, that's their problem. Look, we've been through those years where the Lions, there's been the Lions problems that don't want to be sellers at the deadline. That's not the Lions problem this year. The Lions are 4-1, possibly could have been 5-0. and We won't rehash the Seattle game again. But well, needless to say, the Lions have not lost a game in regulation since that Carolina game Christmas Eve. Can we say that? Yes, we can. I'm, I'm, run, I'm running it. it, it it's, it's going in one ear and it's stacking there to gather some information. Lions last 15. Yeah, yeah. Right. Lions last 15 games, which is almost a season. They're 12 and 3. Two games short of a season. Yeah, two games, yeah, two games short of a season. So that we've adapted. We know it's a seventeen-game season. I just think that once schedule. once that light clicked on, and and even Campbell was saying it when they were in that first year when they lost the nine straight, and last year when they wanted to say how close they were, and he said when it clicks on, it will click. And you know everybody talks coach speaking, blah, blah 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 blah. But he was right. Something clicked. And, you know, if you go back to it, it was the Green Bay game is when it clicked. The Green Bay game last year where there was like a 15-9. It was a real low-scoring game, but they won it. At the end, they made plays to win the game against well, Aaron Rodgers. He, yeah, Kenny, I remember when, he, when, when they won their first game. Was it, did it beat Green Bay for their first win two years ago? And I don't want to go back in history. And all you mean the history. first year he was here? Yeah. That was that Minnesota game where St. Brown caught the touchdown on the, at the last play. Or whatever it was, yeah, and and the, you know the celebration in the locker room after the game, he just waited, you know, a, you know, a couple of heartbeats, and then said, "Welcome to Detroit," 
I thought it was really a cool way to acknowledge that they they that they you know had finally won a game. But also to me, it it just it just reinforced in my mind what he's all about, and he's all about is we can do this. Right. That, so, that's just my opinion. That, that's I don't want to dwell on you know, something that happened two years ago, but it, it just it stuck in my mind, and I it's not something I've forgotten. Right. Well, for those who are catching up, we're not going to rehash the curb stomping of the Carolina Panthers. They got what they deserve. <laughs> They, that's for that's for last Christmas Eve for you guys. You come in here and you took your butt whipping. Now get on out. So we're not going to. If you you got any quick thought on the game before we move on to what's going on the quarter point of the Lions season, give me your thought quickly on the game and we'll move on. Well, this is something you can put in use for for that game, which is which is is over and in, in the future. It's an old saying in boxing: treat a bum like a bum. Don't give him a chance, and that's exactly what they did. They knocked him out and left him wobbly the rest of the game. They did what they had to do, and that was that was plenty. I agree. And I like the fact that you had key players out and you didn't use it as an excuse to have a close game or this would have happened if we would have had St. Brown or this would have happened if we would have had Gibbs or this would They went out with whoever they had. They played with who they had, and they put, a, like I said, a curb stomping on them, and I'm happy for it. And that shows me the growth of the team. No, I'd agree with that, and also when you start, you know, we look at the weekly power rankings and all that. I don't know if you've looked at it, uh, looked at any of them this this morning yet. I saw the Lions or uh, the ESPN one. That's the only one I saw. Well, that's the five. only one I've seen too, and they're yeah. fifth. Yeah, and I think you think that's illogical. Think that that they've earned that. Well, I, I was going to get into that when we talk about the quarter points, okay. but we can talk about it now. That's fine. Um, I saw San Francisco play Dallas Sunday night. Yep. I saw Philadelphia play. Uh, who are they playing this week? The Rams this week? Or... Yeah, they played the Rams, Could have right? Been the Rams. I'm not sure. I think yeah. they played the Rams this week. Yeah, they did play the Rams because Stafford almost got decapitated by uh, Jalen Carter. <laughs> right. Yeah, that was this week. Um, I saw the two. Those are the two best teams. That's tier one NFC. Those two. Lions are in tier two, and I put them. I want to put Dallas in, but you know, Dallas, the way they play, they might have dropped a tier, but Detroit's in tier two with whoever else um, right well, one, now. One, one thing about Dallas, they, they can implode at any time, any time. Yeah, but that, regular they, season, yeah. playoffs, anytime. Yeah, but you know what? We've seen, like I said, don't, we've seen the blueprint before and you just going to come to the realization that Dak Prescott's not going to do it for you. If, until you come to that and Jerry Jones comes to that, you know, realization that he's good, but he's not what I need for a team. They're never going to win. That's just, that's the well, fact. You can do anything well, else with that team you want. You can pay whoever you can bring millions of dollars in around it, a billion dollar state and whatever. He's just not the quarterback to win. And he's not as good as he used to be after he hurt his um, ankle a few years ago or last yeah, I don't year. Know if that, I don't know if that has anything to do with it. I never really thought about that, but you're probably right. But, to me, he's a good quarterback who got paid elite quarterback money. Yeah, but see, and that's the danger, and I'm I'm glad you said that. That's the no, danger. No, no, don't that's do that. the danger. Don't, don't you dare! You get a good team around a good quarterback, not a great quarterback, oh, and then you gotta pay him, and then you either gonna fold or you gonna pay him. But if you pay him, you only to me, I'm only paying a quarterback big money if he can carry a team by himself. That's the danger. Don't pay him early. Make sure you know what you're doing before you pay him. I'm not saying what other quarterback I'm talking about in this nature, but we can all guess who I'm talking about. Wait to find out if he's the guy. How long does it take? I mean, he's played three years. Well, it's got to be uh, playoff wins. 
It's got to be playoff. Well, he's done that. He's done that too somewhere else. No, we ain't talking about somewhere else. Everything's happened somewhere else. There was a beautiful woman somewhere else, but it wasn't my girlfriend. So why do I care? I'm talking about when she's with me. When she's with me, then we start talking. (laughs) So anyway, wait. But anyway, Dallas. I want to put them in that second tier, but I'm uh, 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 Seattle's in the second tier. Seattle's in the second tier, right now. That's yeah. a team that could go either way too. So they're not that far away from tier one. I, 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 similarities between the 49ers and the uh, Lions and Philly. Philly to me, that that'd be a good matchup. Philly, San Francisco, but Detroit can squeeze in well, there they're, well, they're gonna, with some better play. They'll do that later this year. Are they playing later this year? Yeah, yeah, later okay. this year. Yeah, okay, sure. but then a, pre, a regular season game means nothing to me anyway at that point. I'm talking about <laughs> playoff when everything's on the line. No, by the time they play, both of them will probably have clinched well, or close to clinching. Yeah. So yeah, I want to see it when the money's on the line in the playoffs, when you find out who's, who shrinks and, and who grows. Well, you want to buy it. That's part of it, too, because you can't see that there's nothing on the line. That's true. That's true. That's one. But. I think this is where the Lions could sneak in. This is where the Lions could sneak in because their division yeah. is so bad. And Detroit is playing Minnesota two of the last three games with that Dallas sandwiched in between, I believe. You know, you go on a three-game streak at the end, you could steal that number one spot if you're, if you're you know, close enough going into that last month of the season. No, absolutely. absolutely. While they're yeah. playing each other and, you know, the, the Seattle's playing San Francisco and the Rams are playing San when you got all those tough teams playing and you squeezing in two Minnesota games, squeezed in by a Dallas game, it's only one bye in each league now. You guys remember since they went to 17. Right. So yeah. you sneak that by and that's big. That is big. So just keep winning. Well, listen, nothing bad comes from keeping on winning. Right. Well – Coming, speaking of keeping on winning, we'll talk about the quarter point in a minute and where they are. These are the two tough games of the schedule to me coming up these next back two weeks. Back. Two road games, two back-to-back games against – I didn't think Tampa Bay was going to be a good team coming into the year, but they're not great, but they're good, and it's a good test on the road. And Baltimore, I don't know what to make of them. One week I think they're real good. The next week I think they're just good. And then some weeks you think dropping balls like they did last week that they're not really good. So I don't know what we're going to get two weeks from now, but this is two road games. I'll be happy with a split. You get two, I'm in, I'm in heaven. Well, I'll miss you. <laughs> I you right oh, so you know you ain't heading up, huh? Is that, what, is that what you're saying? I want to stick around a little while longer. <laughs> no, I'm just saying you ain't heading up when you go. You said I'll miss you. <laughs> uh, I'm talking to you. <laughs> Uh, but one thing about it, look, they've got a really good wide receiver in uh, in what's his name. You talking about Tampa Bay? Yeah, Tampa Bay. If he plays, because he's had a um, a hamstring. Right. Yes. Go ahead. Yeah, but the running game's not much. I, I just, I don't, I don't think they've got, I don't think they've got the ammunition to take the Lions down. I really don't. No, I, I'm not a Baker Mayfield guy. I'm just not a Baker Mayfield guy. Never been. I thought he was all right early in his career. Because I remember, if you remember correctly, the Lions were the first team in exhibition season to face Cleveland with Baker. Remember his first right. ex, his first right. game was against the Lions at the uh, Ford Field. And he looked good that game. I remember that game. He looked good. But it's been down here ever since. And, you know, Mike Evans, who you're talking about the receiver-wise, right, he's right, their best Mike player. 
He's their best player, but he's averaging hurt. Sixteen yard, averaging sixteen yards per catch. Yeah, he's doing it. You know. Yeah, does. but but the running game not so much. No, not the running game. And then defensively, they're not as good as they were a couple of years ago. They're they're still decent. They're not great, but it's a uh, it's a good matchup because you're going there on Sunday afternoon, national TV game. Yep. Show the world what's going on. Now, a couple of things that did happen, and we're going to talk about this being the quarter point of the season, four and one. Um, to me, a you get an A for that quarter because, like I said, I, I was ha- I would have been happy with two and two. Now wait a minute, is this a four? Is this a four game quarter? Or a five well, we're going to use the fifth game here. That way, we can okay. get it out the way. Make let's, sure. let's get the fifth game in and get it out the way. Um, and we can use it anytime we want to. By the way, well, we can split it up. We'll take a right. quarter. First quarter, they were fourteen nothing against Carolina. I think in the first quarter, so we take fourteen points <laughs> of that quarter, use it in. But um, injuries to me are one of the things I'm worried about. The Lions are young; they're deep with talent, but they're not deep with experience. So losing experienced players, and now you're putting young players in. I just you just hope you can you know bide the time. You lost two secondary guys now with experience, C.J. Johnson, Gardner Johnson, and, oh, yeah, sure. and um, Mosley who Emmanuel played Mosley, two yeah. plays. And I'm heartbroken for the young brother because he played two plays, Mike, after coming back from a year off an ACL, and he gets hurt almost the exact year to date the other yep. knee. And the play was so innocent that he got hurt. I don't know if you saw it in replay. He was kind of grabbing the defender and he just the defender just turned and ran and he just yeah. like slipped and tried uh, to accelerate away or something. Yeah, but just terrible. But I don't know how it's a big loss because you what you could have had but you never had him. So is is it never really the him. loss that you that it is or is it just that you're not getting the Christmas present that you thought well, you were going to get? Look, I think it is a loss because you don't have him. It's obviously it's a loss to, to some degree, but You've overcome it for five games. You've already overcome it. Right, right. And you know, look, some of the guys, you know, like Jerry Jacobs, picking up the slack. He's got three three interceptions already this year. Good, tough ball player. Walt Harris had really a big time game uh, in that last game. So some of these guys, and you know, and you know I don't give Will there. Harris props. So you know, you know, if I'm not saying anything bad about him, you know, he must have played good. But he, he, you look at the, he, he checked every box. You know, played. I think he played every snap. If he did, very very close to it. I'm so looking look. at it here. I think he played uh, 68 out of the 71 snaps. 68 out of the 71. Yeah. yeah. So no, they look. You know, Jerry Jacobs is is gone from being a depth player to a starter. Now we'll see what happens when everybody gets back. But but he's played good ball. He really is. Yeah. But uh, as we're going to talk about later too, the trade deadline coming up. I'm looking to add, and I'm going to tell you how much I would spend to add. We'll talk about it in a little while. But cornerback is one of the positions I'm looking at for players by the deadline. I'm not saying you go out and get, you know, Deion Sanders in his prime, but I'm saying I wouldn't mind them adding in that position come the deadline because I don't want to depend on Gilmore and rookies and Khalid Dorsey. Dorsey, uh, he's coming back. You know, I don't want to depend on those guys to – uh you know, be the backup guys. I, I need some veteran backup guy. Well, veteran backup guys, but veteran starter, you know, starting quality. quality well, that'd be starting, starting quality, quality, but I think Joseph yeah. should keep the job until he proves he can't. Joseph? No, I'm talking about uh, um, Joseph, that intercepted yep. the ball. 
Jacobs, I'm sorry, Jacobs. I think Jacobs, Jacobs should keep the job. Yeah. yeah, well, Kirby, he's plays. He's coming back. Pretty he's playing pretty well. Yeah, and, and C.J. Gardner-Johnson may be back. Uh, they said it might be a two-month. A couple of guys who had torn pecs came back in two months. So you might right. be able to get him back by December or January, which would be a – a bonus if you do, but well, January would be what one game. You know, you want him back earlier. No, no. That. See, January is going to be the playoff month, Mike. January, January is going to be more than one game. It's going to be the playoff month, and I mean, I'm talking month, weeks. That's the way I see this Lions team now. That you're going to be playing in the end of January. Really, we can have the we can have the, the victory parade in July. Okay? <laughs> so that's something I want to look at, but um. Anything else off the game, that's the only thing I saw off the game was um, I think the defense is coming on. I would like to see another pass rusher besides Aiden Hutchinson step up, consistent step up, even though they're doing good in sacks now. That other side to me is is inconsistent, and maybe when Pasco gets back that might change. But I'd like to see somebody step up on that other side. Well, they had 12, 12 sacks in the previous two games and one. In that game against against the the Panthers, I, that, that, to me that was, if there was a disappointing uh, factor in that game, it was to me they got they got pressure on the quarterback, but they couldn't get him down. And really, I think they only had three or four quarterback hits, so it's not like they were, you know, ter- well, they look they were putting pressure on, but they weren't they right. just weren't getting to him, and they weren't getting him down. Right. So look, that Harris, Aquara, um whoever else lines up over there, the other core, whoever lines on that side. I want to see a little more consistency. I'm still not I'm still not very happy with Harris's play this year. That's just me. Maybe um that he grades out Will better Harris than I see. No, uh, Harris the uh line. Chris Harris, Charles yeah, Harris. Charles Harris. I'm not just I I expect more out of the other end position, especially when Aiden Hutchinson is getting double teamed on the other side. Uh, a good pass rush on that other side could really just set that defense off. And that's where Cora used to be before his injury. I don't, I haven't seen that that, that burst Cora. out of him since he yeah. got back, right? And he had that one two sack game against the Jets last, you know, last season. But I, he had a player two here this year. But I just haven't seen the old Romeo Cora, and I don't know if you're ever gonna see it again. But somebody's got to step up on that other side. No, I would agree with that. I really would. Um. I'm going to say it for five seconds, and then I'm going to let it go because there's just too much talking around town about this, especially when your well, offense is I'm, as good I'm as it is. I'm going to pile on. And I'm just going to say the name. Jamison Williams on. came back. He got 29 snaps, which was way more than I thought he was going to get, which is good. I don't have a problem with the way he's coming along. I know everybody does, and, okay, he dropped the ball fine, but he was about to get decapitated on it. I think that was a business decision more than he dropped it. I don't blame him because he's about to get rolled by that linebacker. But I thought he played good for his first game back. And now I don't want to be using the airwaves or the podcast wave to do 30 minutes on what Jamison Williams should do. The offense is playing great. He's got to get in where he fits in. That's like if you see a train going and you catch up to the train, they're not going to stop for you. You got to get on and make yourself, you know, make yourself fit in. And that's what he has to do. That's just the the price of what he did and the price of being hurt last year. You get in where you fit in, but I think just be patient and you'll get something out of this kid. And I I still say because the players said of how good this kid is, and it'll be t- it'll take time. Well, he's got a lot to prove, and I'll respectfully stand on the sideline and watch him try to try to prove it, and we'll see. 
Yeah, but it's not like you, you're waiting. The offense won't work until he gets there. He's at, the offense is going great as it is. He has to fit in, and he's just an extra piece. He, he's not going to be a focal point right now because the offense is all right. The offense is running. So all these people that just want to J-Mo, 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 and then J-Mo's bad, J-Mo's bad, J-Mo's Ebron, J-Mo's just relax. The team is playing good offensively. Just let it naturally flow. I think we better move on on this one. Oh, well, no, I want to hear what you If you got something no, different. I, I'm just saying, my only point is he hasn't done it yet. We'll see it. We're, you're assuming he will. His draft position indicates that he will, and we'll see. See, I'm not even not looking at draft all. position. I'm not even looking at well, draft position. Be. I'm looking at talent. You I'm not should. looking at his draft position. Because, like I said, I've seen 12. Look at the two first-round picks at receivers this year for the Chargers that one from, came from TCU and the other guy. They're not even in the top receiver rookies. It's just that's, okay. that's what happens sometimes. You don't, the draft position means nothing once you get drafted. I'm looking at skill level and, and production and, um, you know, the future. And that's what I'm looking at. I don't well, care if he was drafted 12. Well, you're looking at skill level and production. What production are you talking about? He has no production right now. No argument. Okay. Well, well, let's just do the same thing, Kenny, that you're asking everybody else to do. Stand back and watch. That's what I, all I'm saying. But wait a minute. Let well, me well, let me let me preface from this though. Moment forward, He's had 29 snaps this year. He had 70 yeah. all of last year when he came back. Yeah. Go look at rookies this year that play five games, how many snaps they've had already. They're already okay. the 200s of snaps. He hasn't had enough snaps for a, a, a good two games as a rookie if you played you know, all your team snaps. Right. So, geez. I remember well, Charles Rogers at the I, first game. I had him in the Hall of Fame. Two touchdowns, two dubs. Um, they beat the Cardinals. Anquan Bolton had 200 yards receiving on the other side. Oh, my God. Charles Rogers is going to be the next back. And then, and then what happened? He peed it out. So you calm down. What's that's what I'm asking you to do? Calm, calm down. No, I'm Stand the one that's saying it. I'm the one that's saying just no, let it, let it, let it form itself. You but I'm not going to sit here and dump on the. I'm not dumping on the kid. I'm not dumping on the kid like everybody else is. I'm not, not dumping on him because because he. Oh, every are you trying to read? Everybody's dumping on the kid. They read Ebron Junior. I'm just saying. I'm not. I'm happy. He will protect himself. He will protect himself. But anyway, that's too much time on right. uh, one play. Right. Just last thing, he'll define his future. Stand back and watch. Exactly. Now, one well, thing I do it. want the coaching staff to do is get him the ball now since he's coming back. I'd like to see him be the full-time kick returner because, like I said, you only get probably one kick a game anyway. I'd like to see him get the ball there. And if you want to put him back on Gunner on the uh, special teams, which he's very good at and has always been that way, put him on there. Get him Put, put him to work. The knee, he's a year past the knee injury now. Last year I was worried because he was just getting back. Now put him to work. Put him to work. Are, are we done talking about J-Mo? We are done. You sure? We are done. Are you sure? We are done. All Chris right. Brown, are you sure? Let's talk about this. Quarter point of the year, give me a grade and give me uh, who the MVP is of the first quarter. A grade on the team? Yeah. No, the grade on the Packers. Yeah, the grade on the team. I give the Lions a B plus, a good solid B plus. Can't quite go to an A, but a good solid B plus. The MVP on the team. That's a good one. I wasn't thinking of doing this. Oh gee, I, that's, it just seems simple to me the way you've been jocking him since the damn first game of the year. Oh, go on and say yeah, golf. I know you waiting. Okay. You pretending okay. like you don't know. Go on and say it. Are you done interrupting? Go ahead. 
Jared Goff. I was about to say, don't you try to pretend like, oh, I got to think. This is such hard stuff. Jared Goff's your guy, and, he, and yeah. rightfully so. He's played really well the first five games. Okay. I, I'm, and I'm going to give a, uh, give me a coaching uh, grade, too. Uh, B plus. There's okay. always some. There's always some. There's always more. I'm gonna give you. Um, I'm gonna give him a coach grade first. I give him a B. A B. B to B minus coaching. I just think there's some things in that Seattle game that just irked me to no end. And I thought that game, he got out coached by Pete Carroll. And I think the coaching staff should have done better. Um, th- this third quarter not scoring thing, that's a that's on coaching. Something's got to be done about that. You got to get some points in this third quarter. You can't come out with these empty possessions. So that keeps them from a straight B to a B plus. So B minus on the coaching. Those are things they need to work at. Um, I give the team a B for the first first quarter, five games, and the MVP to me is uh, the offensive line. I'm giving it as a group. I'm giving so it as a group. Get, I'm cheating. Get, I'm cheating. I'm giving out five five parts of our, all as a tie, the offensive line. And I'll say six parts, really, because Glasgow is, uh, you know, pretty much a, not a starter in this, you know, so in this way it's gone because of injury. But the offensive line to me, Jared Goff is, I'm telling you right now, I watch other quarterbacks, I watch a lot of games. It's no way if you get in that type of protection. I mean, he's like a comfy baby and a snuggie man out there. I mean, he's not getting heat at all. He got hit a couple times during a, one of the games, but it wasn't even the kind of hits where you just didn't see him coming. It was hits by him holding the ball, waiting, which is good. So he's getting all the protection in the world. And the offensive line, when they put that blade down, as my man Lomas, my cousin Lomas says, and wants to run the ball, they dig it out, man. I mean, you get a four-minute offense with them with all their weapons, it's game over. It's game over. And that's what I like. So I'm giving the offensive line the MVP. Okay, that's good. All that's right. good. Anything else you want to – grades you want to give out? Not unless you got another one. Those are mine. No, that's okay. I, I, you know, I, I thought I'd just stick by the rules. You know, but go ahead. <laughs> Look, man, we make the rules here, okay? We make the rules. <laughs> <Just> go along. <laughs> you just go along. We make yeah. the rules. Um, okay, so coming up, like I said, two games, Tampa Bay, Baltimore – and then after watching the Raiders last night, uh, that Monday night, they're, 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 I don't know who's worse. Was Green Bay worse or was or the Raiders worse? Because they they're equally were bad, but I'm just – was it two bad teams that made each other look bad or was one team better? No, the Raiders looked absolutely horrid last night. And, and talk about giving Bs to the Lions coaching staff. I saw an F last night from the Raiders coach. You see him kicking a field goal at the end of the game? Yeah, that was. <laughs> I mean, what are you doing? That was questionable. Yeah. I also was. You're about four. I mean, come about, yeah, okay, that's right. Just, I've seen Jordan Love now three times this, this season, and I'm, I thought he was better than, than he is. Now we'll see if he performs better. I'm just talking about it. this moment in time. Very disappointing. Go on and give him what you, the Michael Hero phrase, what you talk about when you see guys like that. What do you call him? Just a What's guy. That? Just a guy. Just a guy. He's just, just a, a guy. guy. He's just a guy. Not terrible, not great. But I'm going to tell you right now, if he doesn't get that percentage over 50%, because he's a 50% thrower basically right now, that's 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 you in this league, you can't you can't survive like that. Nope. Back nope. in the old days, you could survive with a you know, I look at some of those 70s tapes. You might be able to survive 50% in the 70s. But in 2020s, you are not surviving as a 50% thrower. That's why I looked at um Justin Fields last week. He was 16 of 29. Okay. He had four touchdowns. Okay, great. 
you're not going to survive 16 to 29. You're not going to survive as almost a 50% throw in this league. I'm sorry. So we will see. Now, trading deadline is coming. I just want to put this a bug in your ear right now. Oh, boy. You played a team this last week, Carolina, <laughs> who's rebuilding, going nowhere. Yeah. Brian Burns would look damn good on the other side of A.D. Hutchinson. He probably was. You know, he was drafted 16th overall. He's a, really, he's a good player. He's made the Pro Bowl the last two years. I don't know if he'll make it this year. It's kind of hard to make it when your team's yeah. not winning any games. Yeah. I, th- I think they're, I think their personnel, their players, are better than 0-5. And every team is, but this is a team – that won seven games last year. And that's, you know, they were one of three teams in their division that won seven games. Yeah. And so, they don't have a first-round pick next year. Right. They, they're in a rebuild. No, they're not getting one from me either. So he, well, that's, that's what I'm saying. They don't have a first-round pick next year. They're in a rebuild. They're, um, he's a free agent at the end of the year. You're going to pay big money in a rebuild right. for a guy that when you probably start winning, he wouldn't be there or it'd be three years down the line. It would be to their advantage to move them and get something for them. And oh, yes. you, you get, for them, it would be a, to their advantage to get multiple draft picks at them, like a second and a fourth or something like that. Right, something like that. Two twos, you know, in the next couple of years or something like that. I would do that in a minute if I'm the Lions. Even if I couldn't sign him, I would do that because, to me, that no, piece puts you over the edge. Well, that, this is where me and you differ. That's why you, you yeah, and I'm I me. But I would do it in a minute because – to me, you got so many guys you're going to be paying for the Lions in the next couple of years. A second-round pick you can do without for a year or two if you had to to get a player. Go in for it now, man. This is a time where you should go for it if you get the opportunity. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they're going to move him, but I'd be on the phone with him. There's also talk about Broncos um, getting rid of their core guys, Patrick Sertan out there, a corner that you – a number one corner that might be available. That's another guy I would look at. I would look at guys like that toward the deadline, somebody that's moving the needle, not just a you know a seventh-round pick for a, a guy just to get him off their roster on the yours or you'll pay him. I'm talking about an actual difference maker. If it's a guy out there, I think Brad Holmes should be looking. And I'm, I'm sure he, Brad Holmes does because he always looks. And he's moved. He moved Hawkinson last year when everybody right. said there wasn't going to be a move. So he can get rid of them. He can take them. The Lions have an extra third-round pick this year, so they have a one, a two, two threes. So you got some you got some, um, some capital. And there's some young players that you can move to if you had to. I'm not going to mention names. I don't like talking about players on the team. But there are some young players that are not playing right now that have potential that you can move one of those guys too for, for a different, you know, player. Well, I, you know, it's a lot to think about. It would it would have to be just it would have to be for me the right player at the right position, and then I'd want somebody that I could sign if, that, if that's an issue. I wouldn't want to like for example Brian Burns. I wouldn't want to get him just for the last eight games. That's that's too costly. Well, you wouldn't get him for the last eight. You get him for the eight, and then you franchise. The then you franchise him. So you'd have yeah. him for two. At the worst, you'd have him for two. Right. So, but those are things they they will look at. But it's good to be. Wanting to add players than the selling off at the deadline because your team is bad. So Correct. it's a different year. All right, Mike, uh, that's going to be it for this week. Uh, we'll come back Friday and, and give the recap of the game. We find out who's playing, who's not. If uh, Like last week when we came back, we didn't know that Amir, I mean, that um, Jameer Gibbs wasn't going to play. 
Got you know, we did this. Later we did the day. we did the prediction, and we found out later that day he wasn't going to play. So, well, by we'll, the way, by the way, what was your prediction? Forty, I had forty seventeen or something like that. Then the forty, you had forty seventeen. Yeah. You had forty two, didn't you? Or thirty no, something? I had, had th- thirty three sixteen. Yeah. Well, I knew they were going to put a forty burger up on them because that's just the way they roll. And I'll have a prediction this week and see what's going to happen. But I, like I said, Mike, you get to – if they win the next two, just say they win the next two and they're 6-1. and one. Yeah. Man, in this division, and you probably have a four-game or three-game lead, you can really – you really can dictate the rest of the season if you get out to a real good start like that. So this is – this is when they had that 5-0 and start last time, back in uh, 2012 was it 11, 11 – and they lost to San Francisco on that little crazy play. And then they just kind of – they went, what, 11-5 and five that year? 10-6. and six. I thought they won 11 games that year. 10-6. and 10-6? Six. Six? So they only won 500 the rest of the way? Correct. Okay, see, well, you can't do that. You can't do that. You got to get that big lead and then still win two of every three games if you're really a team. So – that's what I want to see them do. Get like a six and one start, and then you know, with the other ten games, go six four or seven three. Then you then you into something. Right. So that's what they, I want to see. They didn't have a defense that that that, that year twenty eleven. They had right. a defense this right. year. Now this is also my prediction too, that Hayden Hooker will start a game this year. Okay. And it will be the Minnesota. Last game of the season because the Lions will have everything clinched and he will play. That's where it, that's KB's prediction. I'm putting it out there early. Can we not mention it again until the last game? We I'm not gonna mention his name again until he's on the active roster. This is the only time I'm doing this, but I'm just so confident by the time they play those two Minnesota games, everything will have been decided that you're gonna see a lot of guys that hadn't played all year get some time in. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> All right. That's Michael Hare, DetroitLions.com, the disbeliever who disbelieves, but he will learn. And Kim Brown from WJR. Matter of fact, if you're getting this podcast on um, Tuesday, we're going to have Taylor Decker on the Mitch Album Show at 4.45 on Tuesday afternoon. Check him out there. We have um, Alex Anzalone every Monday at 4.30 on the Mitch Album Show. And it's a rerun if you go to MitchAlbumShow.com or – not Mitch Album Show. Go to WJR.com and look up the Mitch Album Show. You'll find those interviews up there. Very insightful. Alexander Long is a very good interview, too. So if you get a chance, check him out. Very insightful. And he's playing good. What do you have, 11 tackles the other day? Playing. Yeah, I think since, every time we claim a player for our yearly player, they just play. They just go play out. <laughs> that just happens. It just happens that way. It's a miracle. It's a miracle. All right, Mike, we'll talk to you Friday for our our review and preview and uh, get your prediction ready. All right. Sounds good, Kenny. Thank you. All right. That's Michael Hare, DetroitLions.com.